Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Dudley, and I am the host and voice of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. I also own a little Pilates studio in Skipback, Pennsylvania. Right now, we are reopened for privates and nutrition consults only. No group classes yet, but I am on Zoom. You can all find that through my booking app. I will put the link in the show notes. That was a lot of shameless plugs. How the heck are you? I haven't recorded a podcast in 800 years because I don't know how to use technology. I realized in like changing all of these settings and doing all of these things that like I haven't taken a computer class since middle school, which was 2006 and it's now 2020. You can do the math on that. Hi. I miss you. I miss you so much. And you guys, listen, I am in such a good place right now. Probably the best place my life has ever been. I'm like sitting here talking to you with butterflies in my belly because I am overwhelmed with like the purest happiness I've ever felt in my life. Last weekend, I turned 27. And let me start off by saying like, I am not a birthday person. We all have one. It's not that special. So I'm never like the woohoo, it's my birthday girl. Like I've been over that since I was 21 and haven't actually celebrated my birthday in six years. But at the same time, I'm like, holy shit, 27 is late 20s. 30 is going to be here in 0.2 seconds. And I feel like I have so much that I need to get done in the next three years. My parents love to remind me that I'm closer to 30 than I am to 20. And it's just fucking rude. But that's where we are. Anyway, I see people doing all of these things like 27, 27 things I learned by 27 or like whatever their age is. And here's the thing. The last year has taught me one big ass lesson, and that was to stop settling. If I could bitch slap the stupid out of myself 365 days ago, I would. All she did was settle. My life was good. Do not get me wrong. I'm not saying that I had it hard or that I was miserable, but I was definitely settling. My relationships with my friends and family weren't the best. If I'm being honest, I was making choices to speak to someone who wasn't good for me and the people who loved me the most weren't very supportive because let me tell you, I surround myself with people who tell me things like it is. They're not here to sugarcoat it and like spare my feelings if I'm making poor decisions. You know, they're good people. Anyway, I had a really good job. I loved getting out of bed in the morning. I had so much fun every single day, but I wasn't reaching my fullest potential. I was letting good and fun be enough. I was settling. I didn't put any effort in to fill my classes. They filled at midnight a month out. I didn't really self-promote. I did my job and the clients kept coming back. And I truly did not have to put in that much effort to maintain a clientele. I also learned how to read bodies early on in my career. You guys, I've been teaching for seven years. This isn't like a new thing for me. And so I learned how to read um, if a toe was twitching on a certain exercise that indicates that we have like a weaker inner thigh and we have to work on that. So I looked for cues and designed a warm up that was like between eight and 15 minutes to see what's really happening in my client's body. So I didn't have to make a lesson plan because their bodies made the lesson plan for me if that makes sense. So I taught in the moment. My playlist didn't matter because I was telling stories and teaching over the music anyway. It was easy. It was effortless. It was so dang fun, but I was settling. I wasn't reaching my potential. 
And just to be clear, I did not realize at the time, I thought I was so dang happy, but looking back, so much was missing. You know, your life can feel so much better than good or okay. You deserve more than okay or fine. You deserve to wake up thinking about your day and get butterflies in your belly. Okay. However, that being said, I would not appreciate all of the blessings and all of the joy that I have in my life right now if I hadn't settled at least a little bit in the past, right? Um, If I didn't know what settling felt like, I wouldn't know how amazing my life feels to live in right now. I said to someone from my past, if us being wrong for each other felt this good, imagine how it will feel when we find our people. And I feel that same way about everything that I have going on in my life right now, career-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise, which is why I know you are all here listening to this because you heard me drop hints about having a boyfriend. So I know that's why you're listening. And we will talk all about him because it's so much fun to talk about him, but we'll get there. I promise. Guys, by opening the studio, I took personal responsibility for my talents. I started to see the value that I bring to the industry and not to sound like, like not to toot my own horn, but like I'm a damn good instructor. I know my strengths. I know what I'm good at. I know how to read bodies. I have a nursing degree. I have 17,000 fucking certifications, Pilates, personal training, spin, speed and agility, nutrition, like you know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just making it up as I go or like Google searching when somebody asks me a question, unless I don't know the answer. But then I look at like peer reviewed sources, not Google. Anyway, I trimmed the friend tree, which is super duper important because my trainer tells me all the time that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So I took an inventory of my personal life, because I needed to figure out who I wanted to reflect me and who I wanted to reflect back in my personality. Um, was I friends with somebody out of proximity or because they made me a better person? Um, sometimes you have to distance yourself from people in order to grow, you know? And honestly, you guys are all here for one reason and one reason only. And that is to hear about my very hot new boyfriend. It's been so good. Ha. I hope that you guys can hear like my smile through the microphone. You guys, I need to eat my own words because a year ago I said I would never, ever, ever mention a boy on social media ever again, um, that I would never talk about it. But here I am doing exactly that. Gemini season, baby. So I met someone literally Uh, I was planning this like killer single girl summer, like dodging boys left and right. And this incredible man came out of nowhere and changed all of my plans, which honestly, not really, because I'm still going to be dodging boys left and right. I'm just not having a single girl summer. I'm just dodging them like, you know, my (laughs) my DMs are usually a graveyard of like, I don't know, boys hitting on me and I just like let it sit there. Not to sound like a conceited bitch, like that's not my intention. But like when you're on dating apps and people like figure out, uh, I think for two dating apps, I had my actual Instagram in there. So that like led to a lot of unnecessary messages. Anyway, you guys, I did not think a person, a human being could be this perfect and be real at the same time. Honestly, he truly gets me like 
on a level that I don't have to explain. It's so refreshing that like I don't have to justify like my thought process or like how they, like, he just gets it. He just gets it. I know you guys are going to have all of the questions. So I tried to think about what Jess and Jeanette would be asking in class, um, but like maintaining privacy between he and I, you know? All right, guys, it all started in my DMs on a Thursday. Um, Yeah, I opened up my DMs and I saw that he had sent me a previous message like months and months and months ago and I ignored it like I do. Um, Fun fact, if a boy sends me a message on Instagram, I literally don't even open it, which is probably horrible. But like every single time that I've answered what I thought was an authentic question. It always turned out like four messages in that they ended up hitting on me and I was not interested in playing these games. So um, Mike messaged me in January. I ignored it. Then I posted something about like Gemini season and he was like, Gemini season, baby. And I was like, when's your birthday? Because I love a birthday twin more than anything. His birthday is three days after mine. Um, So I was like, when's your birthday? And he's like, June 9th. And I was like, oh my God, my birthday is June 6th, whatever. Anyway... Mm. We started DMing on Thursday, then he gave me his number, and then I was texting him, and it was so much fun, and then on Friday, he was like, let's FaceTime, and I was like, perfect, we can totally FaceTime. Pro tip for dating, you guys. This is so important for all of my single listeners. Here's what we do. We time box it. We have an out, and it doesn't matter if you are doing a FaceTime date or a coffee date or like a dinner date. You have plans. You have something like you say that your dog is at the groomer and you have your friend call you 15 minutes into your date. You either like reject the phone call and then they know it's going well or you answer the phone call because your dog hypothetically bit another dog, you know, even though he only has four teeth. That's what we do. That's what we do. We always need an out. So I told Mike that I could talk. Guys, this is a Friday night in quarantine. I was like, yeah, I have from like 545 until 7 p.m. free. (laughs) Because listen, the nice thing about a FaceTime date is if he was horrendous, which he wasn't, um, I could have hung up on him and blocked his number. I love a FaceTime date. That was actually the first time I ever did a FaceTime date before a regular date. So just make sure that like you're like super busy before a date just so you have an out. Anyway, um, I gave him exactly an hour, told him that I had like shit to do. And we ended up talking for like four hours and had plans for the next day. We got off the phone at like 10 p.m. And then the next morning we had planned to meet up for this hike or this the next afternoon. Let me tell you, I woke up in the morning and it was torrential downpours, like torrential downpours. Tsunamis were happening in my backyard and I don't even live near a body of water. Okay. We had plans for this hike and I wanted to go because I had so much fun on this FaceTime date. And then I was like, holy shit, what do you wear on a hike when it's 70 degrees and 100% humidity? It's fine. So I chose Lululemon Align Leggings, which honestly and truly was not the appropriate fabric for what we did, but it was fine. Um, And then I picked a Kate's Tea, which was a light blue color and it ended up sticking to my body. I've never sweat so much in my life. Um, ever like first date, no makeup by the end. It was absolutely insane. We went to, um, Valley Forge for those of you who are familiar and we hiked for 9.3 miles, dripping sweat, makeup gone, literally just using my personality to try and win over this hottie. Okay. Trying to get the second date guys. We literally like finished our hike. We walked back to the car. He pulled out watermelon out of this cooler that he had packed. 
And I've never tasted watermelon so incredible. I don't know if it was the dehydration. I don't know if it was actually the best watermelon in the entire world, but that shit was delicious. I want you to picture this. The sun is setting over Valley Forge Park. We're eating watermelon. He's the best kisser in all of America. And deer are frolicking through this field. It was just like, I mean, he jokes that he like called Snow White to like plan the deer. It, it was so perfect. It was unreal. So yeah, we've been hanging out ever since. It was the best first date ever. Um, it was so good. It was so good. And then, sorry if you guys can hear footsteps up above me. I'm in the basement. And sometimes I feel like the playback that you hear is the ghost that lives in the basement. And sometimes, like if you're hearing the footsteps now, it's my family. Um, anyway, anyway. He met my family on my birthday, like came over. Um, we are like best friends with his other family as well. Like they are equally as important to me as my like immediate family. Um, and when I tell you everyone was obsessed with him, I mean obsessed with him. Pat Dudley, his biggest fan. Okay. And here's the thing that I was most nervous about. I was most nervous about him meeting Carter because Carter and I, as you guys are very well aware, have a very dysfunctional relationship. Okay. We're a little bit codependent. So the only thing that I was nervous about was him meeting Carter. Um, Carter and my ex-boyfriend didn't really get along and I should have known. I should have known. So Carter and Mike meet and it's fine. Like it was like Carter didn't bark at him. He didn't growl at him like nothing. And then fast forward, we're all sitting out on like our back deck and I'm talking to my dad and Mike and Carter jumps in his lap and just like snuggles up with him and starts licking him all over like unprompted just like wanted to snuggle up with him and then like did not leave him alone the rest of the evening and I was like oh my god this is perfect it was the only thing that I was worried about truth be told Carter's opinion matters the most to me and he for sure got Carter's seal of approval okay oh it was so good it was so good my dad loves him. Carter loves him. It's like essentially a done deal, you know? Honestly, he has been the best influence on me. He's an incredibly hard worker. He respects my goals and ambitions and is so dang supportive of like the studio and my goals. He treats me better than I ever could have imagined. You guys have no idea. It takes me out of my comfort zone. You guys, I am a workaholic through and through, like to my core. And I have spent the last like nine months working pretty much from the second that I wake up at four o'clock in the morning until I go to bed at like nine 30 or 10. I'm always working on something, whether it's like actually working on content or scheduling things or replying to emails or DMS or, um, even like watching Skillshare videos and learning how to better myself or a new skill for you guys. I'm constantly working and the nice thing, so the first time that I slept at his apartment, um, it was a Saturday into a Sunday and we were planning on going a hike on that Sunday. And I woke up in the morning so anxious because I hadn't worked the entire night before. And like, he totally like recognized my anxiety and was just like, yeah, like we don't have to go on a hike if you want to work. And I was just like, wow, he like actually gets it. Now he calls me out when I'm like getting distracted, which is good because I need that because I do need work-life balance, which I outlined an entire podcast on that. That'll be out next Thursday. Um, but yeah, like, no, he totally understands and gets it. Last week for his birthday, it was like a random Tuesday. My brother Matt covered my weightlifting class so I could obviously like spend the day with him. Um, 
And we took a spontaneous trip to the beach, met up with one of his friends, got some takeout tacos, ate some tacos on the beach in Avalon, turned around and went home. It was like the best, most fun, spontaneous day. And I don't do spontaneous adventures. This is the type of energy that I need in my life. I mean, who is Katie Dudley going to the beach for a few hours on a Tuesday? Who is she? Hot boyfriend is so dang good for me. Ugh, you guys, you guys, he's so good. I can't even like put it into words. Um, yeah. So I'm like stupid happy. Um, and that is like the best reward for not settling. Like, and by the way, um, you don't need a man to complete you. You don't need a boyfriend to make you this happy. Um, I for sure put in the work to make sure that I am fully content by myself and confident by myself. And I know my worth and I know what I bring to the table. Um, but it's really nice to have someone who also put in that work and also knows what they bring to the table and is also like whole independently as a person. Um, without you and when you can like come together and just like, I don't know, it's just so nice. It's just so nice. And I can't believe I'm eating my words a year later and being like, yep, I'm talking about a boy on my platform. Who is she? Um, but the only reason why I feel confident enough to talk about this on like a public platform is like, I don't see this relationship ending, you know, like I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. Um, I plan on keeping this human. So... <laughs> That's my little life update. Um, you guys do not settle in every as in any aspect of your life. Um, you deserve to feel as excited as I do getting out of bed in the morning, and you deserve better than like just okay, and you deserve better than good, and you deserve better than fun. Like I want you to feel like. I don't know how to even describe it. Like I can't even put it into words when you know, you know, you know, like that's how I feel about the studio. Like I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's how I'm feeling in every aspect of my life. Like when you know, you know, it's bonkers. It's wild. And guys, I didn't even get a rash before our first date. Every other date that I've ever been on, I've gotten a full fledged rash. Hold on. Wait, I wonder if you can hear this audio. I took a Snapchat and sent it to my girlfriends after I was leaving the date. He's heard this audio. So it's like not a secret um, in any way, shape or form. Hold on. I wonder if you guys can hear it. This is the Snapchat that I took leaving our first date. So I think that I just went on the best first date in the history of all first dates. And was hoping not to like him but we like him a lot and he's like the best kisser ever and funny and charming and hardworking. and I was gonna have a single girl summer and now I'm the smitten kitten and that summarizes up the last month of my life all right guys make good choices look both ways I love you the dang most